Welcome to Rhema for Today. Praise God. Well, see, our trouble is we tried to do it ourselves. We tried to put out a lot of effort. You don't have to put out an effort. Just hold up your hand and say, Devil, that's as far as you come. Don't you come any further. Stop right there. Every time I do it, he comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> Amen. Because, you see, it's the authority that I have that's been given to me and, and, and the authority behind me. And the devil knows what's happening. Now, if he can keep you from knowing it, <laughs> he got you whipped, you see. He'll go ahead and run over you. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the believer's authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Well, I knew that it was in there. I didn't hardly know where it was, but I, I looked it up, and of course, it's John 8, 32. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, he said, start teaching my people the truth, and that's the only thing in the final analysis that will set them free. Well, you know, I started doing that. And those same people that had been through every deliverance meeting and every get-free service and every loosening service got permanently delivered, permanently loosed, permanently free. And I saw some of them. You see that I'd pastored then for two or three years, four years altogether. I saw some of them years later, and they said, Brother Hagin, we're still living off the teaching you gave us. We never have had any more. But I'm still in. I wouldn't be victorious today if it wasn't for that teaching. Oh, God's Word will bring forth results. Hallelujah. Ten years from now. The seed is the Word. Sow the seed. The seed will produce it. Are you following me? Amen. Well, let's talk about, we're talking about authority. Now, what is authority? Now, the Greek word translated power in the New Testament, one Greek word, means authority. And most of the time, King James translation did pretty good on some words, but here they really messed things up for us. For instance, I'll read you a verse here in Luke you're familiar with, Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, you notice in that verse that in the King James translation, the word power is used twice. You notice that? Yet in the Greek, there are two different words. It's not the same word in the Greek. That's original testament, you know. There are two different words. Jesus actually said, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The first word in this scripture is really the word for authority, not power. We use the illustration sometimes, you know, in the afternoon or when people are getting off from the work, we see it in our city. I'm sure you see it in your city and the traffic's heavy. A lot of times in certain areas, there's a policeman standing there right out in the middle of the street. Sometimes, you know, we'll have a street lights go down or sometimes just to move the traffic because more traffic come one way, they'll just turn them off or, or even stand there with them on and direct traffic. We've seen that. Now that policeman, you see, he wants to stop all these cars that are rushing down this street. I've seen him just hold up his hand and I was right there on the front myself and I've just put my brakes on. 
Now, now he don't have the power to do that. He couldn't hold all those cars back to save it. Wouldn't he look funny? No, no, don't come in further. No, no, no. No, I'm going to hold all of them back. I think that's what we thought, you know. We're going to hold all of them back. We've got the power. No, we don't. We've got the authority. Now, he just got the authority, and I recognize that authority. Are you listening to me? All he's got to do is just put up his hand. <laughs> Amen. I stop, don't you? Amen. You better. You're in trouble if you don't, Jake. No, he has the authority. He's authorized by the city. He's authorized. Praise God. Well, see, our trouble is we tried to do it ourselves. We tried to put out a lot of effort. You don't have to put out an effort. Just hold up your hand and say, Devil, that's as far as you come. Don't you come any further. Stop right there. Every time I do it, he comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> Amen. Because, you see, it's the authority that I have that's been given to me and, and, and the, the authority behind me. And the devil knows what's happening. Now, if he can keep you from knowing it, <laughs> he, he got you whipped, you see. He'll go ahead and run over you. But when he, and he'll know it when you find out, when he knows that you know, that you know, blessed be God, you've got him then. Amen. Now, authority is delegated power. Authority is delegated power. You see, that's the reason that policeman got that delegated power. It's delegated to him by the, by the laws of the land or by the city. And that's the reason he exercises that authority. Now, you'll notice here in Ephesians, the 6th chapter and the 10th verse, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, some people said, well, I'm trying to be strong. I never said a word about you being strong. See, that's where we miss it. Never said a word about you being strong. Because you're not from the natural standpoint. It said be strong in the Lord. Not strong in yourself. In the Lord. And I feel so weak. That hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. Glory to God. Amen. Hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. What you feel hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. He didn't say be strong in your feelings. He said be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might. Not your might. His might. Now see that almost uh, that almost falls on deaf ears because we've just almost you know drawn up and stirred up and you know we're trying to be strong oh I'm trying to be strong we'll forget it and quit all that <laughs> just stop start relaxing laughing said bless God I'm strong in the Lord because see I'm in Him He's in me I'm a, I'm depending on Him to do it I'm not planning on doing it myself I'm depending on Him to do it I'm strong in the Lord Hallelujah. So this scripture does not say to be strong in yourself. It says be strong in the Lord. You see, the value of authority depends upon the force behind the user. Jesus said, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I give unto you authority. Jesus said. You see, he, God himself, is the force behind the authority. Now, 
someone had said to me, said, well, yeah, but now that was the other 70 disciples that Jesus sent out that he gave, said to them, I give you authority over serpents and scorpions. That's not literal serpents and scorpions. That's demons and evil spirits he's talking about because he said, and over all the power of the enemy. So the serpents and the scorpions are the power of the enemy. Now, somebody said, well, yeah, but he gave that authority to those other 70 disciples that he sent out. Well, I want to ask you a question. These people have never been born again. See, you couldn't be born again until after Jesus died and was raised from the dead. They had a promissory note on it, but didn't have the reality of it, see? Because that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. But they couldn't believe that because he hadn't died yet. He hadn't been raised from the dead yet, had he? The church, the New Testament church hadn't come into existence yet, see? So they weren't in the church. They weren't the New Testament church. They weren't born again. They weren't filled with the Holy Ghost. Yet he said, I give you this thought now. How much authority has he given to the born again, blood bar, spirit filled believers, the body of Christ? Huh? Huh? How much authority over the power of the enemy has he given us? If we have any less than they have, then the death the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ was a flat failure. Wouldn't mean nothing. Been better if he'd left it like it was so we'd had power then. No, blessed be God, that belongs to us too. Hallelujah. Belongs to us too. Now, the believer who is thoroughly conscious of the divine power behind him and of his own authority can face the enemy without fear or hesitancy. Hallelujah. That's so important, I want to say it again. I said the believer who is thoroughly conscious of the divine power behind him and of his own authority can face the enemy without fear or hesitancy. You remember 1 John chapter 4, verse 4? 1st epistle of John, 4th chapter, 4th verse where John says, By the Spirit of God, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Now the them he's talking about that we've overcome, if you read the first three verses, are, is evil spirits, are, are evil spirits. And he said, Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's the power that's behind us, the greater one that's in us. Where is it? He's in us. He's in us. Now you see, there's no, we talk about all the religions of the world. You think about the religions, you know, India has two outstanding religions and, and of the Orient, you know, Buddhism and so on down the line. But those religions never give authority to anybody. They never impart life to anybody because they're dead. But blessed be God, Christianity is not a religion, it's life. And then those religions, all other religions, they were the object that they worship can be seen. But Christianity is the only religion that the God that you worship is in you. Oh, no, he's well up in heaven. I know he's up there, but he's in you. Greater is he that's in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah.
Yeah, in you. We talk about trusting God. Do you ever think about trusting the God that's in you? Amen. He's in you. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a great offer that will help with that. All right, what do you got? I want to talk about this uh, small book, Slimline, How to Turn Your Faith Loose. Uh, that's, that's one of Dad's uh, classics. That's right. And I, I remember when we first came with the ministry. Right. And I began to read this book, and I will tell you what, it changed my life. It helped me to know how to turn my faith loose, right. uh, to believe for the things that I needed to believe for. And then... You, um, you had, you, you've been, you were a, a pastor's daughter, Pentecostal yes. pastor's daughter. You've been in this all your life, mm -hmm. and yet you you didn't know I some didn't, of these things. No, I did not. I didn't know how to release my faith. I'll say, this is a wonderful book. And then I, a CD by your dad, Christ the Deliverer. Yeah. And then, of course, the foundation of what everything has to be based on, the three CDs by you love. You know, I... Face firm, fame, firm foundation yes, it is. Yes, Because everything, it says faith works by works love. Works by love. And so that's for a gift of $25 or more. I would encourage you to get that. It'd be a good Christmas gift. Yeah, it'd be a good Christmas gift for people. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.